0: welcome to it how in the world are you good to see you so the question the last couple of days has been and i have not asked it yet uh where is jack ma now he's the billionaire the chinese billionaire worth i don't know 50 60 billion dollars something like that i know his money he's gone down a couple of billion uh, because he's been missing but uh he didn't show up for a tv show taping Uh, No one has seen him since, uh, I don't know, last couple of months. He criticized Chinese regulators for throwing a wet blanket on innovation in the financial sector. Um, His companies have been cracked on. His ant group's initial public offering, uh, the government said, "Mm, there's an investigation going on. No, uh, we're not going to make that happening. And then... uh, they set up some new rules, and I guess it's going to open up, which ended up being a lot less than what it was going to be. And then he, uh, and not only did he talk about, you know, reg- wet blanket on innovation, he was, you know, busting on the Chinese banking rules. <laughs> you don't really do that. Uh, maybe Jack was getting a little bit too big for his britches and, uh, Poo, uh, decided that, uh, no, uh, you're going, we're going to shut you down, Jack. And then I got to thinking, I don't really care. We know how bad China is. We know what kind of repressive government they run. Which become more and more evident every day, even when they and we know that we're in trouble because they've come out and said that we're going to go back to normal uh, once Joe Biden becomes president, which is frightening in and of itself. We know all this, so when one of their people goes missing for shooting off their mouth I think well why do I care maybe it's just me welcome to chewing the fat she's dead she's alive she's dead What, which is it? People are dying and coming back to life. All over America. And I want to know what is going on. What is happening? So, actress Tanya Roberts. uh, She was, you know, big, she was in uh, Charlie's Angels and the James Bond girl, actress. You'd know her if you saw her. And uh, so she's 65 now. And she, they claimed that she passed away she collapsed at her california home on christmas eve and she passed away on january 3rd now very sad right i mean it's sad you think oh that's that stinks she's 65 that's you know we missed we miss her but then they said no um she's still alive uh she says uh they was reported that i don't know what you're talking about about, but um, we're still alive. Okay, and then then we get reports today, uh, the fifth of January, twenty twenty one, for those of you listening live. Uh, that no, she's she's dead. We don't know what you're talking about. Though. She's dead. So what is it? What is going on? And then we had the lady, Miss Vir- former Miss Virginia who was declared dead from COVID-19. I mean, they contacted her family. They if they weren't allowed in the room in the ICU, which, you know, of course, we can't have anybody come and see anyone in today's hospital world. Uh, so um, because of COVID-19, I know, I'm not making light of COVID-19. And the hospital called and said, yeah, she's uh, she's dead. Uh, sorry, she went in the hospital, and then a couple days later on Christmas Eve, they said, "Yeah, sorry, <laughs> this she's dead." And the doctor said, uh, "You know, it's heartbreaking news." And then the hospital called back and said, "It's a miracle! It's a miracle!" <laughs> okay, what do you mean she's alive? It is alive name that movie by the way it is alive um <laughs> if you could name that movie email me chewing the fat at com. name the movie that it is alive is from and you'll win a brand new so anyway now this lady who is proclaimed dead is back alive and you know good I I love it great okay super congratulations And she's you know she always said she wanted to live to be 101 she's uh, 82 now so she's close she's hanging in there got a few years to knock it out and you think and the husband says and I, I don't know why this struck me so strange but the husband says I've always loved my wife I just didn't realize exactly how much until this happened and that I cannot believe I can't live without her and you think okay well she's 82 and you know the line was that she always said she wanted to live till she was 101 and uh, you know so they've you you think that husband and wife have been together for you know forever I mean that's just in my head and uh, then in the story it says uh, they've been married for six years so I don't know why that, <laughs> I mean, I know there's no, you can't put a, you can't put a time limit on love. I know that uh, better than anyone. Believe me. Man, you can't put an age on love either. I mean, you know, governments and courts do, but you can't, you can't put an age on love. But it just struck me funny that this guy is, you know, she's 82. And it doesn't say how how old hubby is but that they've only been married for six years. Anyway, what is happening? What is happening? Are these hospitals just deciding that, uh, well, yep, they're dead. Get our COVID money. That's it. We're done. I guess? Okay. (laughs) And then somebody walks by and says, you know, we pronounced her dead yesterday, but she's still in there breathing. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you. Guess we'll have to tell the family we were wrong. Oh, no. No, don't tell the family we were wrong. Tell them it's a miracle. Oh. Okay, so you weren't wrong. And it's not that you don't know what you're talking about. And it's not that you lied to us about mom being dead. It's a miracle that she came back to life. Got it. Got it. Okay. You betcha. You betcha. So... You know, okay, so there's more dead news. And not Walking Dead news, although there is Walking Dead news, but I don't have to get into that. Uh, that's a separate show, Talking Walking Dead. Uh, have you noticed that there's been some Republican lawmakers just dying over the last week? I mean, all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, he's dead too. And it's like, Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, Virginia State Senator Ben Chafin Jr. died. Uh, you know, according to the stories that all reported COVID-19, he did not come back to life. <laughs> uh, state Senator Augustus Benton, uh, January 1st of COVID, state lawmaker who was elected to serve as Pennsylvania's House Republican Caucus Chairman, died. Uh, on Saturday, representative Mike Reese of Somerset died. Um, Dick Foley, former state representative of Oxford died. Uh, and we have, um, the, uh, Virginia, no, I said the Virginia state senator. So I'm just finding it weird that these Republicans, you know, maybe it's just the COVID and it's, it's all coincidence. And I don't know, you know, I don't know. It's not weird at all. It's just, just because it jumps out at you that, uh, you know, these people are dying. It's just coincidence, and it's a horrific thing. I mean, it's a horrific thing anyway, right? For sure. But it's just weird that these guys are all dying. They've died since, well, I want to say 2021, but really it's a couple of them died at the end of 2020. But it's just, you know, lingering on into 2021, and they just happen to, you know, all pass away. Look, are they friends of Hillary Clinton? I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. All right, that's as political as I'm going to get. I know I tried to, Yeah, you know, look, I most of the time on the show, I try to steer away from the politics. I know, you know, we've got the Georgia elections, for those of you listening live today, going on for the Senate. And we've got, you know, the whole president-elect, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And there's plenty of stories wrapped around these dingleberries that we can talk about without having to talk about them and there's plenty of shows out there that are going to deep dive into the into the horrific stuff that is Donald Trump and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and her and her freedom story but I can't I just can't it's just it's too much for me to have to be another voice into that I just for chewing the fat I want to be something else for you we can talk about it can talk about it. Email me chewingthefatattheblaze Follow me on the social media accounts. You know, Twitter at Jeffy JFR, Facebook, Instagram, Parlor, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me. We can talk about it. But here, eh, I don't know. It just seems like I just can't. I just can't. You know, like I'd rather talk about Nestle expanding their you know Arkansas plant and they're going to produce hot pockets and they're creating jobs at least 100 jobs. Now Nestlé's investing more than 100 million dollars to expand its Jonesboro Arkansas facility. Well, I bet you that's close to my diamond mine in Arkansas. I got to look that up. Yeah, of course it's on the other side of the state. Don't it, it, never mind what I'm talking about. <laughs> It is, uh, it is the home of Arkansas State University, uh, by the way, Jonesboro. Anyway, Nestle, spending $100 million, And they're going to create a new line of Hot Pocket Sandwiches to be made right there in Jonesboro, Arkansas facility. Now that is America, right? Thank you. And I love the oh, consumers are embracing eating at home like never before. And rediscovering the frozen category, uh, yeah. And hot pockets, I mean, that's a that's a world class item right there. They they there are plenty of hot pocket packages. This is going to come as a surprise to you. Hot pockets do live in our freezers, and do live in my freezers here in our home. Uh, there are several people uh, in, under this roof that are fans of Hot Pockets. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. Now, while you're looking at me like that, for some reason, I started to reading about Jane Seymour. And I I know it's a, you know, I thought it was a new story. Then I look at the date. It's a couple years old and she's, you know, it's in Playboy and she's 67 years old. And I don't know why I wasn't, uh, you know, more enthralled with her a couple of years ago when she was 67. Now she's getting a little long in the tooth at 69. So anyway, I'm seeing interviews about her doing Playboy. And she's talking about her Me Too moment. Right. And there's an interview with some CNN host. And I really, I don't have it. And I, I don't want to play it for you. I just, I was just thinking about it as you were looking at me about the Hot Pockets. And uh, I know Hot Pockets, Jane Seymour. Anyway. And... So I listened to the interview, and she goes on about how when she was first starting out, she went to a producer's house for a meeting, excited about doing a you know a test. The meeting really wanted the part, and of course the you know the guy you know has her sit on a couch and you know reaches down and touches her leg, and she kind of scoots away, and he touches her leg again, and they kind of scoot to the end of the couch, and then um, you know she ends up leaving. And she ends up saying, you know, hey, the guy told her, you know, she's out of there, would call me a cab. And he said, you can't tell anybody ever, or you'll never work again. And so she talks about how she didn't work for a while after that, but she was pissed at her people because when she, they called her the next morning asking, how did it go? She said she lied to them and said, I didn't go. And they were like, oh, good. That's probably for the best anyway. So they all knew. They all knew that this guy was a dirtbag and they were sending her into the fire. Right. And so she was pissed at them. And the interviewer is talking about how terrible the Me Too movement is and how many women are getting Me too and, uh, and I'm thinking, that's what you got out of that interview? You know what I got out of that interview? She said no. Incredible. Right? That's the whole point that we try to make. Oh my gosh, why can't we say no? She got out of there. And she and she, and, she, and she, while she apparently, you know, was upset and didn't work for a while after that, um, she it paid off. Uh, her career uh, blossomed afterward. And now she's, you know, this damn near 70-year-old actress who's still beautiful, still creating good things. It's just amazing to me. Setting good examples for her children. I mean, it's just, I can't believe that that what we get out of her story is, I know, it happens to people every day. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it, it probably does. It probably does. And... One of the storylines, you said yes to me too and got the part, got the money and lived your life and now you're pissed. You said no and moved on with your life and everything is fine. But I just learned to say no. That's all you need to do. Just learn to say no. I mean, who hasn't been told numerous times in their life, Right. All right. So as we uh, head into the break room, let me ask you a question. Does it make sense that the same company who controls half of online retail also you just kind of uh, passively eavesdrops on your private conversations at home? <laughs> what about the idea that a single company controls 90% of the internet searches uh, and runs your email service and gets to track everything you do on your? smartphone, you know, at big tech, more powerful than, you know, a lot of countries. And we've talked about that on this show a bunch and they profit by exploiting your personal data. We've talked about that on this show a bunch now it's time to put a layer of protection, you know, put up a plexiglass, that plexiglass of protection between you and your online activity, uh, with these tech I guess we call them juggernauts. Uh, you know what? That's why I use ExpressVPN. Let ExpressVPN be your uh, be your plexiglass <laughs> of production. Uh, think about how much uh, how much of your life is on the internet. Every site you visit, video you watch, message you send gets tracked and data mined. But when you run ExpressVPN on your device, the software hides your IP address. Something big tech uh, can use to personally identify you. So, ExpressVPN makes your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers. I tell you, I feel so much better when I log on to my laptop and ExpressVPN pops up and then it says connected. And I'm like, huh, okay, good. Now, it also encrypts 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers and eavesdroppers on your network. And It does so without slowing your connection. That's why it's rated the number one VPN service by CNET and Wired. And what I like most about ExpressVPN is it's easy to use. Just download the app on your phone or computer, tap one button, you're protected. So stop handing over your personal data to big tech and stop letting them mine your activity and selling your information. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust to keep me safe online expressvpn.com and if you use expressvpn.com slash jeffy j-e-f-f-y gonna get you three months free three months extra for free expressvpn.com slash jeffy that gets you three extra months for free expressvpn.com slash jeffy go to the break room. I need something to drink desperately. Oh my God. So good. I know even in 2021 still so good okay, just a reminder, if you are listening to this show right now and you are not a subscriber to chewing the fat with yours truly Jeff Fisher, uh, what are you doing? I mean just a freeloading I mean even <laughs> even I know times are tough and you know especially with the last few months of 2020 and now we're into 2021 uh, times are tough I get it but nobody likes a freeloader okay? So subscribe to chewing the fat, all right? Subscribe to the podcast. There's a plethora of platforms out there that carry the show. You can choose whatever one warms the little innards of your heart, and then you're a subscriber. Now, yes, again, for the second time today, don't look at me like that. I know that it's free uh, to subscribe to chewing the fat, but it's one thing when you're a subscriber and it's free, other than free loading, listening for free, and not a subscriber. It's just, there's a big difference. Nobody likes a freeloader, but people like things for free. So just subscribe to Chewing the Fat, okay? <laughs> tell your friends, tell your neighbors, whatever you need to do, just subscribe. You know, there's iTunes, there's iHeartRadio, there's Stitcher. There's Spotify, and the plethora of others goes on and on and on. But choose one and subscribe. Now, there are rules. Uh, if you're able to uh, rate and review the podcast, you I've made it easy for you. You don't need to think about it. Just review it. You know, 20 stars, best podcast ever, and you're done. And there's also rules as to uh, once you are a subscriber to Chewing the Fat... When you, someone asks, hey, what are you listening to? When you have your headphones on and no matter where you're at or who you're with. And someone says, hey, what are you listening to? Your answer must be chewing the fat. Now, it doesn't matter. You could be listening to something else. I don't care what, you, what you're listening to other than chewing the fat. I want you to listen to as many things as you possibly can uh, to, you know, enhance your life. But it's a rule. It's just a rule. When someone asks you, hey, what are you listening to? The answer has got to be chewing the fat. It's just a rule. It's the way it is. Okay? So subscribe. Rate and review where possible. Always answer chewing the fat when asked, what are you listening to? Those are the rules. So did you see where I don't know, I feel like I should be happy about this, but I don't know if I am or not. All right. So the convicted terrorist who bombed two US embassies in Africa that killed two hundred and twenty-four people, including twelve Americans, has spent the last twenty-one years in a New Jersey prison for his role in those bombings. He his name is Adele. Abdel Barry. He is sixty years old. He is now out of prison and living in the UK as of this week. But he got let go out of prison because they said, "Yeah, you're too fat. Get out of here." Wait, what? <laughs> We've been hearing this uh, uh multiple times now around the country and I, I and I feel like for me I should feel good about that but I don't really. I you know I don't. I kind of feel like that's not right. Um you're too fat for jail. There's got to be a song in there somewhere. <laughs> so you know, he was in prison and now he's 60 and he's too fat. So we got to let him out. Now it says here that his body mass index was 36. Okay. So that's, you know, considered obese. When you look at the BMI charts, 36 is obese. (laughs) Believe me. I know. (laughs) I feel like thirty-six is nothing. A uh, big whoop. I think you could do thirty-six standing on your hands. But that really isn't the point, is it? No. I mean, the guy is a dirtbag terrorist, and now he's free, living in uh, you know his million-dollar apartment in London, or the United Kingdom. I'm guessing it's London. I don't know that, but uh, you know. So, but we let him go because of his age, which is sixty his girth and his asthma, according to the the court documents, well at two hundred and thirty pounds it says here I don't know how tall he is, but it doesn't, it doesn't say in any of these stories how tall he is, but for two hundred and thirty pounds to be let go out of prison because you're too fat, he better be like two feet tall because two hundred thirty pounds is not if I weigh two hundred thirty pounds <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Ah, you'd be, uh, singing Karen Carpenter songs to me at 230 pounds. Okay. So I think that, uh, you know, it's terrible that we're letting these terrorist dirt bags go because of that. Just serving a sentence doesn't mean that a person has been rehabilitated. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. And this dirt bag who, what was the, what was the total? That he, uh, that he killed 224 people, including 12 Americans. Uh, two U.S. embassies were letting him go. And that happened in, what, 1998? So it proves that we're quite a ways away from there. And, you know, he was uh, Osama bin Laden's uh, spinmeister. And we're going to just let him go because somebody said 230 pounds is too fat. That's a problem. So some celebs have been buying and selling some property since, uh, we last, uh, got together and uh, not yesterday, but you know, throughout the holidays. And, uh, I noticed that, remember we talked about, uh, Neverland, you know, Michael Jackson's former property, uh, was up for sale and they wanted, you know, first went up for sale for a hundred million and it, they kept slashing and slashing the prices cause nobody wanted to buy Neverland. <laughs> So apparently, uh, a former associate of Michael bought the place. A guy by the name of Ron Burkle, according to this story, uh, he ended up paying twenty-two million for the joint. I mean, they wanted a hundred million. He gets he pays twenty-two million for it. Wow! I mean, don't forget, it's got a railroad, an amusement park, a Ferris wheel, merry-go-round. <laughs> I think all the animals are probably gone by now. Uh, they might be, you know, carcasses laying around. But uh, remember, he had the big zoo there with orangutans and elephants and all kinds of animals there. I'm pretty sure those are all gone now. It's got 2,700 acres, 22 structures, 12,000 square foot mansion house that it, that that you can live in. There's guest houses, a swimming pool, cabanas, basketball court, tennis court. 50 seat movie theater I mean that's not a bad deal 22 million for that uh yeah hello I may try you know you might end up trying to just kind of distance yourself from the Neverland um, theme but maybe not maybe you don't maybe just leave it and it's just Neverland it's former, former Michael's place and you just you just live with the the fact that it's you know, Michael's place. Oof. I don't know what kind of juju is in that place. But uh, for 22 mil, maybe you can wash the juju out. I don't know. <laughs> a question for the ages. How much juju can you wash out for $22 million? I know that I can wash a lot of juju off of me for $22 million. And I see where Elon sold his trio of Bel Air homes for forty one million. Remember, we talked about all the houses that he had uh, for sale because he had uh, he had I don't know six bedroom, seven bathroom ma- mansion, uh, which he sold for twenty nine point seven million. Then the other one sold for six point eight million, and the other one sold for four point four million. Remember the one was the old house that you couldn't do anything with right Gene Wilder's old place that he sold for 7 million but the condition was uh, can't be torn down or lose any of its soul according to Elon so okay I remember Elon is offloading his stuff man I know you know he's coming to, he's here in Texas or he's coming to Texas and you know he's he's added 140 billion dollars to his net worth over the past 12 months that's not a bad year just the you know throwing it out there <laughs> i i have added a little less than 140 billion as i'm guessing you have uh have added maybe just a little bit less in fact i don't know that i've added but it certainly isn't close to 140 billion but of course uh musk uh, has said that uh you know I got to get rid of my earthly possessions. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't need the cash. Uh, possessions just weigh you down. I know, Elon. Man, am I with you? I. Whew, you and you and me both, brother. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> possessions just weigh you down. I know. I know. And I see where Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick, you know, dumped their place. As long as we're talking about celebrities selling off their properties, they dumped their townhouse for $15 million. What are these two doing? Are they getting out? I mean, these two are like synonymous with NYC. And they're getting out? they West Village townhouse. I mean, I don't know how many they have. Let's see the story. This one sold for $15 million. It's the Red Brick Townhouse. Three stories, 4,182 square feet. Think of that. Think of that. New York City, 4,182 square feet. I mean, that is a dump in the state of Texas. And 15 million bucks. Wow. They bought the home for under 3 million 20 years ago. But still... Okay, so the home is on Charles, not far from the property used. Oh yeah, because that's where that's where Carrie had her house. I got it. Uh, they purchased a pair of townhouses on Eleventh Street for thirty four point five million. Okay, so they—that's st- what I figured. This is just one of their little dumps that they got tired of having. Uh, what are you going to spend the night in the West Village tonight? Yeah. you stayed at you stayed at the dump yeah that's where they went when they fought that's what it is it's a 4 thousand Wait, I can't I can't be with you. I can't see you tonight I'm going out and then I'm going back to the then I'm going back to our whatever they called it their little, and then I'm going back to the red brick that's what that was that was the, now they're they're everything's better they purchased the uh, two townhouses that there's probably getting fixed up with the 15 million they sold this place from and everything'll be okay and i'll just stay at a hotel if i have to <laughs> and i see where sly as long as we're talking about celebrities and uh, you know their properties i see where sly bought a place in palm beach i know only 35 million ah, ah, ah. so it's a 13,200 square foot 7-bedroom, 12-bathroom, $35 billion, Palm Beach. That's not bad. (laughs) So it's got a large living room space with floor-to-ceiling windows, state-of-the-art kitchen with designer appliances. Uh, It's got a master bedroom. There are gorgeous water views and it has a bedroom-sized walk-in closet. It has a guest house. Separate, of course, and a pool pavilion. And uh, some of your neighbors are John Bon Jovi and Rod Stewart and Howard Stern. I don't know how far that is from Rush, but you don't want to add Rush to any of those stories because that just makes it, oh my God, he's living next to Rush Limbaugh. Well, when you say living next to, uh, those are just your neighbors that you may or may not wave to when you're on the beach. Okay? For 35 million bucks, I don't even want to wave to him on the beach. All right? I want, uh, there's an imaginary line that you don't cross. And when somebody crosses that, ooh, no, 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 no. Send security. (music) So Forbes put together a list of the 10 highest paid YouTube stars of 2020. And wow, is it disappointing. I mean, exciting and good for these people. Um, For those of you that subscribe to my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat uh, with Jeff Fisher, uh, just know that... I ain't near the top 10, my friends. <laughs> Not even a close. Okay. So number 10 on the list, Jeffrey Jeffrey Star, 15 million dollars. Number 9, David Dobrik, 15.5 million dollars. Blippy, 17 million dollars. Nastaya. Eighteen point five million, Preston Arrestment nineteen million dollars, Markiplier nineteen point five million dollars, Rhett and Link twenty million dollars, Dude Perfect coming in at number three with twenty three million dollars, coming in at number two, Mr Beast. 24 million dollars and coming in at number one 29.5 million dollars highest paid YouTube star Ryan Kashi congratulations to all 10 of of you who came in as the top 10 highest paid YouTube stars of 2020 congratulations I mean wow I I think think i really mean congratulations i guess but okay on a side note uh 20 states and uh, 32 smaller localities have raised the minimum minimum wage <laughs> 27 of those to 15 dollars an hour or more Uh, President elect Joe Biden is in favor of the $15 federal minimum wage. Yeah, 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 whatever. The minimum wage now stands at $7.25 an hour. But, you know, know that uh, the minimum wage is $15 or more in a lot of places, I guess. It's not every place some places really fit even $15 an hour isn't going to do tiddly. For instance, if you work, let's say in a city, but like New York, uh, $15 an hour, uh, good luck. God bless. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I just say, I am just saying. And for those of you that live in Virginia, and you know, thank you for listening. No matter where you you live at, no matter what state, what country, what city, thank you. Uh, in Virginia now, you cannot use a phone for any reason at all behind the wheel. Now I don't know if that means I can't have uh, hands free if it's, if the phone is in my car. Uh, it's kind of a, we, I mean, you got to have some kind of community, be able to have some kind of communication, right? It doesn't seem, it's just not fair, your honor. It's just not fair. Right. So Arizona also has the distracted driving law that's coming into effect and it, but their law makes it illegal to hold or support a device with your body while driving so you can't have you know obviously the hands free but it doesn't say that in virginia now virginia you know i just i know that distracted driving is a serious problem and we need everyone to work together said the governor ralph northam do you ralph do you okay thanks for your concern on our safety Ugh, agonizing but just remember that if you're driving through Virginia <laughs> and you want to call home or you need help, I guess you pull over. I mean, they probably make it illegal for you to pull over on the interstate, so you're going to have to look for an exit to pull over and then make your call and then get back on the interstate and get going again. So good luck. God bless. Don't look at me like that. I don't make the laws. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at TheBlaze.com slash podcasts. All right, we've got uh, some COVID stories. I would like to give you you a few COVID stories before the day day ends. Um, I see where a simple treatment uh, could be cheaper than 20 bucks, and it may cut your risk of COVID-19 death by 80%. I don't know how long this story will be allowed to be out there, but it's a hair lice drug. This ivermectin, I guess it's a treatment. They're trying it out. There's a new study that showed 80% reduction in hospitalized COVID-19 patients. So eight out of 573 patients who received ivermectin, and it doesn't say how much they were given, uh, passed away. So eight of the 573 patients already in the hospital with COVID uh, were given ivermectin and they passed away. Forty-four out of five hundred and ten <laughs> were given a placebo, so a whole lot more people uh, passed away. Well, they were given nothing really, and so they they passed away. So ivermectin helped, right? Um, it doesn't say that. It says that they were given a single dose in the hospitals, but. Um, let's see, We previously aired a recent computer review, see these trends, critics have called the conclusion premature, of course, uh, you know, urging further research. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we all have our observational studies, right? Okay. Uh, thank you. We appreciate it. We know. Oh, uh, don't go out and start shooting up ivermectin. We got it. All right, fine. We know. But, you know, maybe if you don't know, maybe you deserve it. I don't know. It drives me insane. I got it. This is just, they're just studies. And and if you think that, uh, you know, if you got some head lice drugs (laughs) laying around, (laughs) you know, from the last time you had head lice, uh, you know, maybe you got some ivermectin laying around. It's still a date. Give it a shot. Or not all i'm saying so apparently uh people are all wound up about the vaccine Uh, too not enough people are getting the vaccine then some places have too many people waiting in line for the vaccine but we have people rich people those bastard rich peoples uh that are now paying to uh get the vaccine they're paying to jump the line (laughs) right i know so according to this uh, NYC real estate uh, brothers moguls Bill and David S Mac bastards. Uh, they arranged for a bunch of their friends from Manhattan and uh, the Palm Beach Country Club to get uh, the COVID nineteen vaccine at a Florida retirement home. Nice. And that's America. That's America right there. How? Why is this story out? Only reason we know about it because somebody blew the whistle. I don't know why. This should, not, this should not have happened. It should have just happened, and nobody could have been the wiser, right? So apparently, they arranged for their friends from the club to be vaccinated for the COVID 19. They made a list of people who'd get the vaccine, and then, you know, I guess they flew down in private jets from New York for the vaccine, and they off to the nursing home they go, and there you go. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, you know I know it's horrible. It's not funny at all, and it's you know there's plenty of plenty of people who are uh, at the nursing homes that should be getting the vaccine that aren't because these rich bastards are paying money to jump the line and get their vaccine shots. I mean that's America, right? Hello, that is America. I didn't say it was right. I just said that's the way it is. Plus, we got the reports where the CDC are saying more than 5,000 COVID-19 vaccine recipients have reportedly suffered a health impact event. Wow. Uh, So the Moderna reports will say higher risk of common side effects. Uh, As of December 19th, is when this story talked about the 5,052 vaccine recipients suffering a health impact event. The CDC defines health impact event as one that renders a patient unable to perform normal daily activities, unable to work, required care from doctor or healthcare professional. Boy, that's that's a pretty big window, man. Uh, under health impact events. So, it, unable to f- perform normal daily activities. Does that mean if you had a day of not feeling well from the shot and you just laid down and rested all day, that would be unable to perform a normal daily activity, which would be a health impact event. And I know there are some people, but a lot of the complaints that we're hearing are from people that had allergies. Well, they told you, That if you've got, uh, you know, if you have specific allergies, you're going to get a reaction. All right, severe allergic reactions. So, it's going to happen. Don't get the shot if you are allergic to the things that are in the shot. Uh, Do you think you could figure that one out? So, according to this... Um, the pain at injection site, 84%, uh, Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna was 92%. Fatigue, Moderna had 70%, 62%, anything good in here? Let's see, nobody, injection site redness, 10%, swelling, 10 to 15%, fever, 14 to 15%. Joint pain twenty three point six to forty okay, so if you have joint pain, you're not gonna be able to do your everyday location. So you're under the the C D C guidelines. So anyway, the vaccine, it's your choice. Make sure you know what you're taking at all. I just like the flu shots and everything else. If you feel like you don't need the shot, you don't want the shot, don't take it. But I mean it's there now and we're ready and it's a you know it's a miracle that it's ready. So I mean, I, I haven't decided yet whether I'm going to get the shot or not. I'm not, I'm not, it isn't available to me yet, but, um, I know that, I don't know where my window is, but my window is probably closer than most, well, closer than a lot of people. I feel like my, probably in the middle area of that window for the vaccine. And man, I want to believe it. I want to believe it and just take it, but I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. I mean I I I was I was before it was released. And now that it's released, I don't know what made me not what made me lose the hundred percent, but I did. And now I'm now this should make me feel better though, because this story talks about nursing home workers who accidentally injected themselves with five COVID-19 vaccine doses and I I guess they're okay because they come in the (laughs) and you think to yourself wait what I know I know so you know they come in the vial and the vial is five dosed vials so they gave themselves the whole vial Am I supposed to get the whole vial of that? Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. It's you're fine. Get over yourself. <laughs> okay, but I was was thinking that maybe it wasn't, yeah, just take the shot and shut up. So seven women and one man between the ages of thirty-eight and fifty-four got the got the shots. Okay, so four were admitted to hospital for observation after developing mild flu-like symptoms. While the others were sent home. And uh, they deeply regret the incident. It was human error. Uh, We hope that nobody suffers side effects. And get out of here. (laughs) Okay. No problem. Now that happened in Germany. It didn't happen here. So here they're just leaving it out. Because they think it's bad. And they want it to spoil. Which I mean is a crime in itself. right? I mean seriously. What are you doing? You think it's bad? Don't take it. But don't be leaving it out and ruining it for everyone else. That's America today, that's for sure. I don't like it, so everyone can't like it. That's the way it is. No, no, it's not. And I will say this good news, couple of good news stories. Uh, Schnuck's supermarket did a really nice thing. Uh, CEO, uh, Todd Schnuck, uh, explained that he did uh, uh, his initiative... So his company wanted to help restaurants struggling amid the the pandemic, right? So he gave 14,000 Schnucks employees. You know, I've never shopped at a Schnucks. I'm really disappointed now that I'm doing this story because I've never shopped that I can remember at a Schnucks. So if you've shopped at a Schnucks, email me, com. Let me know what kind of joint it is. They're a family-owned business. They've been in business for eighty-one years. Okay, uh, all right. I just like why am I why am I not ever shopped at a Schnucks? I'm very disappointed that I I haven't shopped at a Schnucks. I know they're in the St. Louis area, and I feel like maybe I did, maybe I have uh, in Missouri. I've, maybe I've shopped there and I didn't know it. All right? Is there? A, I got to look now to see if there's a Schnucks in Columbia, Missouri. <laughs> there is and I feel better because I believe I have I know now that I've shopped at one because I looked at where, uh, where the one is in Colombia and it was not far from where my son had a place when he was playing football in Columbia so I believe I've shopped there okay I feel better about my life now anyway uh, the good news is that Schnuck's supermarket CEO Todd Schnuck uh, gave his 14,000 employees gift cards to spend at local establishments okay so he the initiative is to purchase about two hundred thousand dollars worth of gift cards for his employees to use at local restaurants and they wanted to thank their you know their team has been working so hard and they wanted to help uh rest local restaurants so the company said that each schnucks employee is going to get a fifteen dollar gift card to a restaurant located within five miles of their work location. Now, that's that's really that's really kind of cool. And I know you think to yourself, 15 bucks? Well, uh, how about, uh, you know, maybe 25 or 50? But <laughs> I don't get greedy. I know, it's just me getting greedy. But that's nice of them, right? And that's a good deal. That's, and I, I hope that companies should be doing that to help other companies that are struggling and good for Todd schnuck and schnucks supermarket in Missouri and wherever else schnucks are located. But I feel so much better now that I'm pretty sure that I have shopped at a schnucks. And I know I keep, I keep yapping about these COVID stories, but did you see where the nurse was suspended? for uh, having sex with a COVID-19 patient. I know. And it wasn't bad enough that they had sex. Uh, They stripped off the PPEs to have sex. And it was with a COVID-19 patient. I know. And you think to yourself, well, you know, it was a patient and a nurse. Yeah. The male nurse in Indonesia has now been suspended. After admitting, yes, I stripped off my personal protective equipment and... I went down to the, out of the bathroom and had sex with this guy in the toilet. And I just couldn't help I just couldn't help myself. I know he had COVID. And it was just that you can't put an age or illness on love. Um, you know, I just... <laughs> so apparently... Uh, He was so excited and so happy uh, about the get-together that he posted about it uh, on his Twitter account. And gosh darn it, wouldn't you know. Then he uploaded a screenshot of WhatsApp's messages between the couple, including details about the lubricants and the size of their genitals. And he was just so darn excited about the whole thing. That's what got him in trouble. And the patient is still undergoing isolation. And, you know, he's a former Olympic athlete. (laughs) And that's because he was just so darn hot, okay? Now, the patient is still positive. But the nurse is still negative. If convicted, the men... Both face prison time of up to 10 years. Wow. Was it worth it? I mean, the answer is probably yes. <laughs>